This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Thanks a lot, Chris and Amanda. Well, it is. So I like to go through all the way to the back of the of our Google Doc and see yep. what you have on here. And I know, I know you said earlier we didn't have much, Mace, There's but we do. There's not a lot on there. There's some stuff here, and I okay. want to know about them. So have you ever eaten at a Michelin-starred restaurant? Oh, yeah, that's a good question. Momo, have you ever eaten at a Michelin-starred so. restaurant? I don't think so. Maybe I have. Is uh, Maybe I have and maybe I haven't, but I didn't go there and think it was Michelin-starred. So apparently there's this group, and I think it's the same guys that do the tires, also rate restaurants. Is that true? Really? Isn't Michelin so, really? the same people that do the tires now rate I think restaurants? so. random. I mean, if you're uh, rating they, something. They give out stars to restaurants if they're really, really fancy, yeah. fine restaurants. Now, I don't think I've ever eaten at a Michelin star restaurant. I'm sure they're all incredibly expensive. Do you know any Michelin star restaurants in Los Angeles? No. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't either. It, they make it a big deal. If you watch those food shows, like, uh, Momo, you watch a lot of those yeah, yeah. Top Chef, and they're always like, well, this guy's from, he's got three Michelin stars at the such and such, bourgeois, whatever it is. Uh, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's that's fancy. I don't know if we have any Michelin stars. There are 27. Have. There are 27 really? Michelin starred restaurants in L.A. Uh, this one's two stars. It's Hayoto. Hayato. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one's not. Uh, how about Red Chicks? <laughs> that is not <laughs> Melisse. Star this time. I don't know that one. Yeah. Um, let's see. N slash Naka. I, I don't even. I've never even heard of no. this. No. Okay. Problems. So here's the here's the thing. The beauty of Los Angeles is that you can get food, really good food, for not a lot of money. Like uh, you don't need to go to. And I don't know. Yeah. Do, you, do you think uh, the, the place out in uh, Malibu that I went to? What's what's that Nobu. place? Fancy, yeah, Nobu. Do you think they've got a Michelin star? Are they listed there? Because that was the most expensive meal I've ever paid. What for. What about Cut? Have you been to Cut in Beverly Hills? I have yeah. been to Cut. That's so that, got a Michelin that is, star. That is a Michelin starred restaurant. Really? Okay, so Cut is a good steakhouse. Yeah. So uh, yeah, but I I think you can eat really well for not a lot of money. I don't think you need to go to fancy places. Like I'm glad I went to Nobu one time. It was a ridiculously expensive meal, and they were like thin slices of fish with some some syrup or something on top, and you, they'd bring plate after plate of these things. Reduction and sauce. You'd eat these you'd eat these little slices of fish. Yeah, and it tasted delicious. But I was really full after. I was I was still really hungry afterwards. So I I think that you can eat well for not a lot of money in LA. If you've got a Michelin star, congratulations. You want seafood? Go to Mexican Marisco's place. There you go. Okay. Some ceviche. I mean, I went, I went on vacation to France one year, and I it was like that area, of the south of France, where you're like everything is gonna. It, I think that's where that movie was filmed. What's the movie I'm talking about? The something a movie walk. filmed in the south of France. No, it's about the 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 guy who becomes a Michelin chef. Oh man, I can see. I can hold on. I'll find it. Anyway, I wanted to go. Oh, like let, let's go do the foodie stuff. Let's go to a Michelin star restaurant. And I went to the guy at my hotel and I said, "Is this a good restaurant? It was nearby. It's got two Michelin stars." And he goes, "No, this is all just like overpriced stuff. And just go to these local places and they'll do the price fix menu for you. And it's." Way more economical, but just as good. How do you get the star rating for that? Like, is that because there's a process? Does it say how do you get it? I think p- secret diners go, like their judges go in and like they pretend like they're just 
anybody and and oh yeah okay so it's um hold on it's the uh oh if i if i i might actually click on something about the journey what is this afrin what something i don't know i think the movie's inconsequential okay but people know it People know it. Okay. By the way, if you want good ceviche, <laughs> Jorge has the best ceviche. Yeah, you yeah Jorge makes yeah. great ceviche. Yeah. Why don't you bring? Can you bring some in for, before we go to the new year? All right. Yeah, I'll try. That. Yeah, yeah, bring in some yeah. ceviche. Yeah. Uh, bring it's some in so next week. Good. Momo's going to be here. Momo, okay, cool. have you ever had Jorge ceviche? No, but I can now because last time you brought oh, it, I was right, pregnant. I couldn't do it. Oh, it's so yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's delicious. So it's good. delicious. Bobcat. All right. The next thing that's on here is something. You have Mace. Go to the bottom of the page of three thirty. It says, "Is loneliness a public health problem?" Oh. Oh, and yeah. you like being alone, but the Washington Post says it's a huge problem. Okay, mm. so uh, this is interesting. What's funny is Ireland originally forwarded this story, hmm. and the way he phrased it was, uh, is loneliness a public health problem? I like being alone, but the Washington Post says it's a huge problem. Now, there's a difference between being okay alone and being lonely, right? Like, I, I'll go to a movie by myself. I'm not. I'm not lonely Uh I I just I'm choosing to do something by myself there are a lot of people I think who are in the position where they are actually lonely we are very disconnected Uh, we connect with each other on text and online and not in person anymore I think people miss uh, the interaction with other people I know that when we were doing the show from home for two years during the pandemic I felt completely cut off from the world completely cut off and I like going to the studio I'm home today but I like going to the studio because I get to mix with other people I get to interact that's where a lot of stories from the show come from I mean all that stuff so i do think loneliness is a huge problem i think it's totally a a, a problem um and i and because it's it's easy to just stay home and be alone we all kind of i don't know if we got good at it during the pandemic but we we learned how to be alone or be home by ourselves and not go out and be some people were better at it than others. Like there are times when I was good at it. I was like, oh, this is kind of nice. And then when I had to start talking to people again, I just found it exhausting. I would, I would go to, the, I'd be out in the world and I was like, God, why am I so tired? Oh, I was talking to people again, right? Yeah. That takes a lot out of you. But I think humans are social animals and I think that we um, get depressed and I think we get weird and it's not good to just be home all the time. I think you have to force yourself to get out, even if it's just like go to the market. Or yeah, sure. out, mix with people. Yeah, go go to Starbucks. Go to where and and you know what they do have the peppermint mochas again. So oh, thank it, God. it's back. Thank goodness. Yeah. So the, the supply chain came back. <laughs> um, by the way, it was the hundred foot journey. That's the movie I was thinking of. The hundred foot hundred foot journey. Okay, got yeah. it. Okay. Um, Bergman, it. do you think loneliness is a public health problem? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, everything you're saying is right. It is. I, it was a lot of times where. I go weird. Home. I go home now more often than I used to. Like I would want to stay out and I want to go see friends. Yeah. I want to go do whatever. Like maybe even just go to a bar or something like that. Now the show's over. I finish up some work and I go home and I don't want to do anything. So you else. don't go out at night? I mean, I do if I have something to. You do. You might just be old though. Well, there's a lot of that. There That's, is there is yeah. an element of I think the older you get, the less likely you are to go out at night. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, that's I get true. to work so early, and I'm yeah. just like, and eh, that's part of it. I have kids I'm now, so I'm bed. less likely to go out at night too. Yeah, I do and like you to go are, for you a walk used to be at up night. like till two, three in the morning yeah. regularly. I'm still up pretty late, but not not that late. I'm still like twelve or one now. Yeah, Bobcat. Don't worry, I'm a stoner. <laughs> oh, <God>. oh great, <laughs> great. Yeah. All right. So, how are you guys with wrapping gifts for the holidays? Pretty good. Yeah. You, you like doing it? I don't Excellent. like it, but I can do it. Okay. So, I found this funny story. <laughs> a mom accidentally wraps Christmas presents with X-rated wrapping. Paper. Whoa! Oh man! Yeah, so she went online and bought wrapping paper, 
And then she noticed that it had like snowmen and like different cartoons. Like I'll send you guys the story. Oh boy! Okay. But, she, but luckily, she didn't wrap it for her kids. She found out it was X-rated wrapping paper when she wrapped two presents for oh her my husband. Gosh. Oh man! Oh, wow! That's no. <laughs> so I'll send you guys the story. But you guys love wrapping paper. I mean, wrapping presents. So yeah. I can't do it. I usually go to the mall and pay for the. Do wrapping. you really? Yeah. Do you? Like yeah. I, did, I, like I, got, I got two words for you. Yeah. What is it? Gift bag. <laughs> yeah. Gift True bag that. is a great way to go. Gift bags, and then you put little um, the cray paper like in a there. Yeah. Bow on it. And you know no, no, no. You put the little pa- like get some colored, colored. Uh, what's a thin paper? Is it crepe, crepe, crepe paper? Uh, tissue paper. Tissue paper. Yeah. yeah. No, what? And you put it in there, and then it looks pretty good. What I used to do as a gap, <laughs> I would just take newspaper. Yeah. And yeah. Just wrap any. Yeah, it's good. And then. Just hand it over the box. I actually, as part of fundraisers when I was in high school, would be one of those people at the mall who would wrap your presents. Oh, really? That was yeah. your, that was, oh, that's a good gig. Yeah. Yeah, I'm terrible at Oh, wrapping. I didn't make any money. I was just part of the fundraiser, so I'm, I'm, I'm good super, at wrapping. I'm super bad at doing it. If I do it, it's going to be paid for. Uh, Juan's birthday presents, yeah. both were, I just handed him uh, packages that I'd gotten yeah. and had been delivered to the house. I'm like, here's your gifts. I, I'm not a wrapping yeah gifts person and you know we've gotten further and further away from totally giving gifts like how many gifts do you give i i mean i used to do it i used to really make a big production of it and now i'm like nothing like i'm lucky like nevin and i but you have kids so there's going to be lots of presents for the kids but you know what my problem is now i just whatever i want to get them i get them on amazon when i want to give it to them i don't necessarily even like want to get it all and then they already have too much stuff right trying to downsize and declutter yeah, Marie yeah, Kondo no, that's style. Easy. You know? Yeah, exactly. No, I think. Um, yeah, I we, we've gotten away. Like Juan and I don't exchange Christmas gifts or anniversary yeah. gifts. We do birthday gifts. That's it. Um, I'll buy for my brother, uh, my mom, and not stepdad Leo. Yeah. and that's it. That's it. That's it. Those are three gifts. Yeah, that's all enough. I do. We're now at a point where we only give gifts to the kids. Yeah, same here. Yes. the kids, and that's it. You don't. I don't give anything to my brother, my mom, anybody. It just goes to the kids. He yeah, has a good. baby. Goes to Riley. That's it. Now, are you guys? Do you wrap? Do you open Christmas night or? or I'm sorry, Christmas Eve or Christmas morning? Hanukkah the first night. Oh, Hanukkah the first night. <laughs> we do both. We do Hanukkah and Christmas. You do Christmas also? Really? Yeah. Oh yeah, we got a tree and everything. We do really? Because so my dad was not Jewish. My mom is Jewish. Oh, Okay. And so that's why my last name is Shelburne. It doesn't. My mom's last name was like Steinman. That's Steinman. Why, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Totally that's different. Extremely um, Jewish. Yeah, like but, Bergman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we uh, we always did Hanukkah and Christmas. So that I know like, I thought that was great because my dad my dad yeah, grew both. up celebrating Christmas and not super religious or anything, but they grew up celebrating Christmas. So we just do both. And and it was kind of sad. Like Nevin only did Hanukkah, and he always remembered feeling sad on Christmas because he didn't get presents. So you're half Christmas, and so you celebrate Christmas. Yeah, but we we celebrated by getting a tree and presents. Yeah, yeah. Bert, don't go to church or anything. You don't even get a tree. No, no, full Jewish. So that there's no reason for <laughs> full me to get a tree. Jewish. Yeah, I know like a lot of Jews Jewish though who, who do the Jewish. Christmas trees for their kids. Yeah, we there are a lot of a lot of Jewish folks I know uh, do Christmas trees. No, yeah. we we used to put up the blue and white lights to make it look. Nevin did a Christmas tree for the kids this year. I'll send you the video of him uh, of of Danny singing it the other day. Oh, nice. It's like really, and the baby's like mesmerized by it. He just goes over by like Jacob just goes over the tree the whole time and just wants to grab the 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 leaves the pine bristles yeah yep. yeah right and the the lights it's like the greatest entertainment right now we had a star of David that yeah was I got kind both. of like a tree but yeah. it, you know we'd wrap our stuff around it you know the different things to make it look when does Hanukkah festive? start this year late it's late November eighteenth no Sunday. no no. Not sorry, November. December, December, yeah, December 18th. November December eighteenth really December so it'll actually one of the nights of Hanukkah will be Christmas yeah. right yep. yep that works out well. 
Yeah, that does work out. Well. It is sad when you're when you're a little Jewish kid and you don't get Christmas and everybody else is doing it. It's kind of sad. I never cared. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Also, I was like, maybe that's why you don't have any empathy. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But it's also, I mean, I lived in an area that was ninety percent Jewish. So me too. Know. Yeah. Oh, that's true. You did. <laughs> We were in the same. Right, we Bob lived in the same area. So we know where this empathy comes from. Right. <laughs> we're the we're Valley kids. Yeah, the Jewish kids. What else you got? Uh, okay, last one here. I got something that says Mace. Morning people are smarter. Yeah, this is super bad news for me. Me too. So uh, <laughs> I don't believe it is, either. I think that's what morning a, people say to make them feel good about themselves. This is a study um, that says morning people are smarter than people who sleep in. Early risers have higher verbal intelligence. Nope. You don't believe that's true? Nope. Not at all. I'm an early riser. Completely untrue. No, early early risers have higher verbal intelligence. Yeah, that would be a good I, thing if you get up early. Do you think I have I a higher verbal True. intelligence? No, you make a point. Yeah, you I think I think night owls are more creative, and they're they tend to be like n- people who uh, like early morning risers. To me, are people who are follow the rules more. They get up when they're supposed to. They're more, uh, and I think night owls are contrarians. Is that what you think? So, yeah. are you now a night owl or a still a night owl? Still a night owl, yeah. and you sleep in. I can't sleep in anymore, so I just get less sleep. What time do you sleep till? Like, what's your average sleep night? Okay, my average, well, if I'm a good sleep night now, is yeah, I go good to sleep, sleep night. I go to sleep around 12 and I get up around 7, 7.30. That's good, seven and a half hours, that's Yeah, good. But, if, but most of the time it turns into somewhere, it's closer to one. And, Gordon, what's your average I have a hard time night? falling asleep at night. It's average sleep. Uh, I, wait, I go to sleep around 10 and I wake up around 6. So that's a okay. pretty decent amount. That's pretty normal. That's hours. pretty normal. Uh, Maybe a Jorge, less, what about seven. you? Uh, about five to six hours. It's only five to six hours. Yeah. yeah he works See, I need 10 hours of sleep. I need Jeez. 10 hours of sleep. I 10 got to. hours. I got to. <laughs> I love me sleep. That's sleep like 40% is, of your day. Think about sleep, that. 24 hours. You know what? It's the most valuable 40% of the day. Is it 40% of the Think day? Think about that. Oh, that's probably too much. Is that right? Did I do that ten, math right? 10 hours. 24 hours a day, 10 hours, that's... More. Well, half would be 22. Yeah. I was sorry, it would be 12. Would be 12. 12. So yeah, I thought... Oh, it was so it's almost... Yeah. It's, it's, almost. it's getting closer to half. Yeah. I just did a quick math. I didn't really do the math. I just kind of guesstimated. Yeah, no, I, so I, I, I do like I do like <laughs> sleep. I do like sleep. I, I tend to sleep from about 11 at night to about 8 in the morning. Ooh. So long. It's I way love too to sleep long. in. Love I have a really. I, I'm. I'm really bad at going to sleep at night. I have a hard time letting the day go. Yeah, I totally get that. Yeah. All right, there you have it. There's your Bobcat uh, coming up next for you. I have got some mythical money bets that I want to make, Bergman. I've okay. only got how much money? You only have was four thousand dollars. Four thousand. I'm going to bet three of it today. Oh wow! Three of it today. I feel good about these bets. We will do that coming up next for you. And then at 2.30, voice of the Trojans, Pete Arbogast, will join us. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. 
Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Uh, the Mason and Ireland Mafia are uh, our community for the show. Uh, they always uh, correct me when I'm wrong. Apparently, the Netherlands were not in the last World Cup. I said they were big floppers four years ago. Apparently, it was the year before. I, and somebody says, Mason really knows soccer. No, I don't know. I don't know soccer. Does anybody, Jorge, you know soccer. Right. Bergman, what's your soccer knowledge like? Oh, no, this is an every four years thing. I can follow, I can follow a <laughs> You can follow for stage. a month. <laughs> yeah, I'm really good at following what the bracket has. Yeah, that's you're, it. you're good at that. Momo, but do you follow it. soccer on a regular basis? Uh, no. This is, for everybody, it's a four years. I just jump on the bandwagon for every four years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, every four years. But it's I like off. soccer. I played growing up. I like it. I you know. It's fun. It's fun. Um, and one other thing, yes, the Michelin uh, Tire Company is the one that started the Michelin Stars. That's it crazy. It started to promote travel. That is Hence, nuts. It's the Michelin Tires. Hey, know. Mace, um, I'm going to send you guys a picture here. I want you to I, – I told Greg this during the break, but you, okay. you know, you're home. So last night I went to uh, the temple where Daniel was preschool, and we did a holla bake. Okay. Okay. I you remember you is? talking about the holla bake last year. Yes. Yeah, and it was it, this time it was much better because I like know people now. It's a bread, right? Yeah, holla is is uh, the bread we eat on Shabbat. Well, anytime really. Yeah. And I was gonna bring it in. I made a chocolate chip holla. It's my first time ever making one, mm. so I had never made it. But it's like the classic looked really good, but then when I tasted it, yeah, super bland. This is like way too much flour, not enough egg or butter oh, really? or something. And I and I thought about it. I was like, I have this beautiful looking holla that oh, I wait made. Oh, wait I saw a picture of it. That looks great. Doesn't that look great? Yeah, it yeah, looks it's really a, good. Yeah, it's, like it's like a braid of Yeah, bread. I braided it and everything. I, 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 I can't even believe I did that. But came out bland? Bland. Like I had to, I had to like heat it up and put butter on it. It still tasted bland to me. Still tasted bland. So I, I thought Jorge's probably never had a challah. Have you ever had a challah? Never. Uh-uh. You weren't here today. And I was like, I don't think I should bring this in. I don't think your first taste of challah should be should my be bland chocolate chip challah that I made. Well, let's have a uh, I'm going to make one next week. week. I'll make yeah, one next week. And I'm week. bringing your men in black shirt. Okay, your man good. in black. Yes. I ordered it on Amazon for oh, you yesterday. Oh, did you really? You got my, so I'm going to start dressing in black for the new I year. I got one mock turtleneck like Steve Jobs style. Perfect. <laughs> So what they, oh, what they what they are you bringing this in? So I can bring in the ceviche the same day. Yeah. Uh, oh god, we're gonna eat ceviche and challah. One potluck. big meal. Yeah. You want to do Thursday? All right, Thursday works. Okay. Thursday yeah. it is. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. All right. So ceviche and challah that goes. That's like some interesting fusion. Oh, can I bring something? <laughs> right? Well, I mean, I I don't want to bring something in, but I will bring something. Are in. you if gonna you bring do, something in, Bergman? No, no, no. If you do, I will. But if you don't, I won't. Um. Okay, yes. I'm something. Gonna commit, I'm going to commit to bringing something in. <laughs> all right, you got to tell me what I'm going to do. Are we all going to do it on the same day, or are we going to... Well, if we're all making something, then we have to actually make no, something. No, no, no. I'd rather you guys buy something. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I can make... I, I make a, a really good eggplant parmesan. The, That's I my mean, one thing. Okay. I can make, like, uh, yeah, but pancakes. Is, yeah, ceviche, <laughs> nah, ceviche is good. I mean, we don't need anything else. 
Okay. Oh, Jorge's like, yeah, I don't want your eggplant parmesan. So, so, I don't want your so we got like a Mexican Jewish <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it is. It is a very weird Italian. It's like a very mixed. Just well, very we'll LA. Well, we, we don't need the. <laughs> it was a very LA. We'll figure out the here. specifics later. Right. But next week, I, I heard Travis brought. I was bummed. I didn't get to try Travis Rogers chili. Is it like Did a leftover chili? No, I didn't get to try it. I felt. I was like, yeah. oh man, I didn't get to try. They all had. Everybody it. seemed to like it. It also had beans in it, so it's not real chili. Yeah. So it's a whole thing. What kind of what kind of holiday you guys want? You want chocolate chip holiday? Do you want cinnamon raisin holiday? What kind do you want? Chocolate chip sounds good. Chocolate chip? Yeah, I say chocolate chip. All right. Chocolate yeah, chip holla is the best that. of all it's the really holla. It's really good. Mm. Okay. What if what so, if my second holla isn't good though? What if I bring it in? And it's also bland. <laughs> we'll pretend it's good. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, do you I mean, want do you want pretend. honesty or just to make you feel good? No, no, honesty. I'll know. Bring I it do... in on Tuesday. You'll find out. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Bring it on Tuesday. Yeah. Then you get a yeah. real. Are uh, you bringing it on Tuesday? I bring ceviche on Thursday. All right. So I want to make a couple mythical money bets this weekend. The Rams, of course, are home. To the Seattle Seahawks. No, you're not putting money on the Rams. Seattle is minus seven. Now, I, I came across this interesting Rams nugget that I found surprising. Uh, and if you want to know why the Rams have, why it's gone down the way it has, this is it. And I, this is not meant to be an excuse. It's just bad luck. Mm-hmm. Fourteen offensive linemen have taken at least one offensive snap for the 2022 Rams. That is through only 11 games, and it's already tied for the second most in the last 10 years. 14 wow. offensive linemen have taken a snap this year. Not meant to be an excuse, but that's why hmm. they've struggled. More than anything else, that's why they've struggled. Uh, it's funny, I asked McVay that question about last year's offensive line, and he quickly said, yeah, we lost uh, Austin Corbett for two games, and we lost Andrew Whitworth for two games, and that was it. They played seven total offensive linemen last year. They've already played twice that number this year, and who knows what. And by the way, if you're a Rams fan, John Wolford is going to start on Sunday over Bryce Perkins. Um, so the Rams are plus seven versus the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, my goodness, you're not doing this. And I will pass. Oh, oh thank wow! Goodness. I was going to say you're going to be down to three K real fast. I will pass. Okay, so huh. I've got th- I've got three bets. Number one, give me the Trojans minus two and a half over the Utes tonight. I actually think if That's they win bet. this game in convincingly enough fashion, convincing enough fashion. There you go. Uh, they will. They have a chance to sneak past TCU into the three spot, I think, in the college football playoff because Utah is number 12 in the CFP numbers right now. So give me the Trojans minus two and a half. Give me the Cincinnati Bengals. This is a great game. Cincinnati Bengals plus one and a half over the Kansas City Chiefs, which would be pretty astounding because I think uh, Patrick Mahomes has something like never lost a game in the months of November and December, he's like always hot. But Joe Burrow has been really hot. So give me Cincy plus a point and a half. And Jorge, this one's for you. Give me Tua and the Miami Dolphins plus four over San Francisco at Levi Stadium. So uh, Miami plus four. Miami is my sneaky Super Bowl pick this year. I just got a hunch. About so the you're going to be down to 3K by the end of this because you're going to get no, USC. You say, which, which ones am I going to lose? I, well, you're going to win USC. I actually think okay. you're going to win that one. Excellent. You're going to lose the Bengals because the Chiefs are going to win that because Patrick Mahomes doesn't lose in December. And I don't think you're going to win the Miami one either. San Francisco looks fantastic. Right Momo, now. what do you think? Am I making money or losing money? Uh, I like. I actually would have taken the Rams at minus seven. I like. I like home dogs. Rams plus seven. Yeah, plus seven. Yeah, I would have taken yeah, the no, Rams there. No, I. I, I don't know if do you've that. seen any Rams games. <laughs> do the Rams. I have, but I mean, home dogs. John yeah. Wolford. It's okay. John Wolford. It's not like the Seahawks are blowing the doors off people. They're winning, There's, but they're not. They're seven and four. I know, but not. We're like, three and eight. 
Okay, I, I would actually take the Rams with, the, you can, with that money. You can. Do you want to put money on it? Yeah, 5000 on the Rams with that plus seven. Rams plus seven. Okay, there you go. I like Momo's attitude about it. I don't think they're going to win, but seven's a big number at home. Seven's a big number, yeah. And mm. uh, and it's Wolf. Aaron Donald not playing. Sunday. No it's Aaron okay. Donald. No Matthew Stafford. No offensive likely. line. There's yeah. the Wolf. Hungry like the Wolf. John Wolford. Almost won Sunday. a playoff game one time. Yes, Almost. he did. Um, all right, coming up next for you, voice of the Trojans, guy I worked with for a long time doing USC games. Pete Arbogast is going to join us just an hour and a half before kickoff in Vegas. USC playing for the Pac-12 championship against the 12th-rated Utah Utes. Pete is next for you here on the exclusive, unofficial home of Trojans football, Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And we are just an hour and a half away from USC Trojans football. Trojans take on Utah, 12th rated team according to the college football playoff. USC is currently number four in the CFP. A win will cinch a spot in the college football playoff. And it is an unbelievable turnaround for, uh, for USC football. The fact that uh, Carol Folt and Mike Bone were able to pull a rabbit out of their hat uh, and out of the blue, really, hire Lincoln Riley when nobody was talking about it uh, last year at this time has led to potentially the Trojans being in the college football playoff. It might be one of the great turnarounds in, in uh, college sports history, Momo. We were 4-8 and eight last year. Yeah, that's pretty good. And, uh, I, you know, especially the way he did it, where it was just everything through the transfer portal. It usually takes a while for teams to come together. Yeah, I mean, I think that's this is sort of the template I think we're going to see teams use from this point forward with NIL. Uh, there is going to be a lot of player movement. And you know what? I'm okay with that. I, if, if the players have an opportunity to make some money for their efforts, then I think they should. Uh, and it does. the downside is every player is a free agent. At any point, anybody can step into the transfer portal and go buy. Go to any other school. That's what happened with Jordan Addison. That's what happened with Travis Dye, with Caleb Williams, with Mario Williams, and on down the list. Do you have any issue with that, Momo, the fact that players are instant free agents? I don't think I do. I, I, I didn't really love this, you know, the, the free agency style of, of college football because I played in a non-revenue sport where I saw the other side of that, which is, you know, people would be on scholarship and they would, uh, the ones that, they were like year-to-year scholarships and some people would be counting on that money and then they just wouldn't get renewed. So yeah. I don't love that, but I, I I think this is where it is now. I don't I don't ever fight progress and I think it's probably good that you're able to move around when you're not able to play because especially in college football, if you don't get it, I know so many good high school players who go to a school, it just doesn't work out, they get stuck behind somebody else. Right. And a guy who maybe could have ended up in the NFL or professionally someplace, CFL, whatever, it just doesn't play. And then they never move forward. So I think it's probably for the best. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Turn this up, Jorge. Let's what, go, Utes. What are we doing? Let's are, go, you can't Utes. Be doing this. Let's go, Utes. You are the least popular man in Los Angeles. <laughs> it's unofficial. totally fine with We're that. Unofficial. Unofficial. <laughs> I am the unofficial <laughs> producer of the Utah Utes. That is ridiculous. 
I wish I was there so I could press some buttons. I don't have any controls over the show right now. Kill the Utah Utes fight song. Come on, Who even knew what it was? Oh, God. Jorge, why do you participate in this? I don't have control of the button on that one. Oh, that is that Bergman running that? You started off by telling him to talk more. Yeah, but I didn't expect him to play the Utah fight song. I could play the... Get out of here with this. Is is my old friend Pete Arbogast no, not he picking up the phone? No, he's not answering, and I texted oh, to when she, Sorry, damn. Pete. I damn. tried. I tried to Come get on, you. Look, man. I still tried to get you, Pete. He said yes, but he's not answering. Did he say yes? He said yes earlier, but... Well, I'll tell you what. Let's, the... Can we do this? Can we uh, break early, get Game of Games and Pete in in the next segment? Uh, Yeah. Why not? Yeah. yeah. Okay, right, cool. We'll, make the uh, we'll do that. We'll get a we'll get a quick it. break. Then when we come back, we'll do game of games. It's Momo's game today, and we hope to have Pete Arbogast, voice of the USC Trojans, here on the exclusive, unofficial home of USC Trojan football. Mason, stop it. Mason, Ireland, seven ten ESPN. What am I supposed to read here, guys? Estrella oh, Estrella Jalisco, of course. So uh, Estrella Jalisco, one of our uh, proud sponsors. Uh, they are one of the sponsors of uh, FIFA World Cup on ESPN. Uh, it's presented by Estrella Jalisco. Stay tuned to ESPN LA every night for the Road to the Cup show, hosted by Voice of LAFC, Dave Denholm. D- Dave will give you a deep dive into the World Cup's most exciting matchups, in-depth analysis of the action in Qatar, all the drama that is the world's game. Estrella Jalisco, proud supporters of Team Mexico. Enjoy your World Cup with an Estrella Jalisco beer in hand. Enjoy responsibly. Estrella Jalisco, St. Louis, Missouri. Mason, Ireland, 710 ESPN. All right, it is time for Game of Games. It is Momo's game today. It is brought to you by our friend Jacob Imrani. Remember to call Jacob.com in the event of any kind of accident. Uh, he is your guy. Uh, and let's see, Ireland is joining us from Milwaukee. Hey, Ireland, what's right. up, man? What's going on, people? How are you? Well, just a little mini show, just a little screwing around on a, on a Friday, getting ready for a big weekend. Uh, how are you feeling about tonight? Uh, I think it would be their biggest win of the year if they could pull it off. Yes, it would be. I, I heard Chris Middleton's coming back, right? Oh, yes. great. <laughs> For the first time all year, just in time. For the first time. time all year, right in the nick right. of time. Yeah. All right, it is uh, Momo's game today, Ireland, and uh, I'll play, Bergman will play, Horio will play. Momo won the very first game of December R- Way to go, Momo. Yeah. So she's on the board. Momo, describe the game. Okay, well, we, I knew we'd be talking a lot of USC and Utah, so I have a little true-false Okay. These are facts about California and Utah. Okay. Okay. True or false? Go Real use. easy. Okay. Yes. Start us off. We have nine questions and a tiebreaker. Ready? Okay. Yep. Ready. California contains both the highest and lowest points in the contiguous United States. Is that true or false, Mason? I will say false, Bergman. Bergman. False. Jorge. False. Ireland. True. Ireland is correct. Mount oh! Whitney and Death Mason Valley. Me up. Mount Whitney wow. and Death Valley. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Who's keeping score, by the way? I'm I got it. Score. All right. Okay. Ireland's one. Salt Lake City has more plastic surgeons per capita than any other city in the United States. Is that true or false? Bergman. False. Jorge. True. Ireland. True. And Mason. I'm going false. The answer is true. Really? More plastic surgeons per if, capita than any other city. If you people would only watch the Real Housewives yeah. of Salt Lake City. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought they'd be more up north in California. Ireland no, if you watch, Jorge won. If you watch that show, that would have been easy. 
California is the second largest state by area in the United States. Is that true or false? Uh, Jorge. I'll say false. Uh, Ireland. Uh, false. Mason. I'll say true. And Bergman. False. The answer is false. It is yes. the third largest oh state God. by area am, behind Texas and Alaska. Here. Ireland three, Jorge two, Bergman one. Okay. Uh, in Utah, there's a town called Levon, L-E-V-A-N. Levon is naval backwards, and Levon is the center or the naval of Utah. Is that true or false? Ireland. Ireland. Um, that's, that's a lot of work for you to make it up. I'll say it's true. Okay. Uh, Mason? True. Bergman. True. And Jorge. I'll say false. The answer is true. (laughs) (laughs) Ireland has yet to lose a point here. He's up 4-2-2-1. All right. Uh, Fifth question. At least half of the fresh fruit produced in the United States comes from California. Is that true or false? Uh, Basin. True. Bergman. True. Jorge. True. And Ireland. You're saying half of the fresh fruit in the whole country comes from California? At least half. False. That is true. Yeah. That is actually true. At least half of the fresh fruit produced in the U.S. comes from California. Okay, so Ireland finally misses one. Okay. What's our count? Ireland four, Jorge three, Bergman three, Mason two. I Uh, only have Bergman with two. No, I have three. Yeah, he's got three. Okay. (laughs) Okay, ready? Uh, Utah's state flag features sago lilies, a symbol of peace, and the year 1896, the year Utah became the 45th state. Is that true or false? Bergman. True. Jorge. Uh, false. Mason. I'm going to say true. And Ireland. It's got, I'll say true. The answer is false. It also has yes. the year 1847, the date Mormon settlers arrived in Utah. Jorge has now tied oh. Ireland. Ireland four, Let's go. Jorge Let's four, go, Burton three, Mason Bro. two. Uh, California has more forest land than any other state besides Alaska. Nearly 45% of California's land area is covered by forests. Is that true or false? Uh, I think it's Jorge now. I'll say false. Uh, Ireland? True. Mason? I'm going true. And Bergman? I need to make up a point, right? So false. The answer is true. Ah, I'm out. That's a lot of forests here. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Bergman, you're a forest, man. You were like... Greg, you were like Kramer on Seinfeld in the contest episode. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. We got two more questions. Two more okay, questions. Okay, it's Ireland five, Jorge four. Okay. Right, I, I should go first on these last yeah. two okay. so Jorge can catch up. Right. Utah is the only state whose capital is three words long. Is that true or false? Ireland. Three words long. I used to know capitals so well. I'll say it's true. Mason? I'll say false. And Jorge? That's true. False. Oh, I thought you were Greg done. Says no, false. I don't know. I'm okay. just answering. <laughs> I thought Don't you worry, quit. False. What's the right answer? The answer's true. Can oh, you think of any other state capitals that have three letters? Boom. Three words? Say goodnight, Brionis. <laughs> okay, you want the last one? <laughs> yep, yeah, sure. six to five. Go ahead. It's just between Ireland and Hori. No, Hori missed that. Yeah, I missed it. No, no, no. I got it right. No, he got it right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So so you ready? Right. You ready? So and I do have a tiebreaker. All right, I'll go first, George. Okay, ready? The first ever. KFC wasn't in Kentucky, but San Bernardino, where one of Colonel Sanders' sons lived. Is that true or false? Ireland. Uh, I'm going to go true. Okay. Jorge? No, that is false. 
that is false. Yes. Oh, yes. it's all the time. The first one was actually opened in Salt Lake City. Did you know that? Oh, there's, no. yeah, there's, I knew it wasn't in Kentucky. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, that's his, why. His, his friend uh, was, was open the first one. Okay. Okay, so um, This is a really dumb tiebreaker. I'm sorry. I forgot to do this until just now, so I just came up with a dumb one. Okay. Okay. Uh, the current population of Salt Lake City closest, we're just going to say closest. We're not going to say without going over. Okay, got it. The current population of Salt Lake City. Uh, Who goes first? Who wants to go first? Ireland. Ireland. Okay. Okay. Man. Um, I got to give you a number that you... Don't worry, I'm a stoner. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Uh, I'll go... uh, Oh, God. 200,000. Okay. Jorge? Jorge? Uh, two hundred thousand and one. I guess Jorge wins. Yes! <laughs> You're like, Jorge! Salt Lake City. You think there's like two hundred thousand people in Salt Lake City? Am I wrong? It's like one point one nine two. So like one point oh. two million. Wait, in the in the city? Yeah, the current metro area population of Salt Lake City. Okay, the one point area. Now I actually, now uh, I actually am gonna Google. But yeah, well, I I yeah. just Googled it. There's. The population of Salt Lake City in 2021 is 200,478. Okay, so I Googled. No, really? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. So I found the first thing that came up when I did it. Mine just says metro well, area. Or, Maybe wait, that's wait, why wait, it's Craig, including Craig, the. Say that number again. Two hundred thousand four hundred seventy-eight. So Jorge yeah, still wins. Jorge, 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 Jorge wins anyway. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it so mine says metro. Mine is in metro area, and yours right, is right. the actual city. So mine's yeah. like suburbs, probably yeah, but, also. I, I thought it was either like 100,000 or 200,000. I just said 200,000 to try and make them to go under. That's but, so small. Yeah. Well, that it's. Wow. I mean, the population of Los Angeles County is like 14 million, but the city's not that big. Don't worry. I'm a stoner. <laughs> okay. There. Well, that, either that's way, that's what happened on the show. Either way, Jorge won. Yeah, Jorge wins either way. Yeah. Jorge gets the point. All right. Uh, Pete Arbgast, I think, is going to call in right now. Uh, call him up, you, uh, wait, Bergen, do, again. Do you want me? Do you want me to pretend I'm Pete until he calls in? Oh, well, yeah, there he okay, is. I like that. How do you do? <laughs> there you go. He <laughs> loves that. I'm sure. Do we have? Do I have Pete checking in? All right, cool. Hey, Pete, how are you, man? Welcome, Pete. Hello. Thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, sorry, it's a little late. We got stuck. They actually wanded and sent everybody through uh, screening here at the stadium. Oh, wow. Uh, well, it's me, it's Ireland, it's Momo. Uh, the whole gang is here. We're all getting ready for uh, the uh, Pac-12 championship game tonight. First of all, you know, I listened to you when I was in the parking lot at the Rose Bowl after the USC-UCLA game, and you talked about the amazing turnaround, how a year ago we were 4-8 and eight and got blown out by UCLA. Are you surprised by how successful Lincoln Riley has gotten this fast? Uh, maybe a little, but at the start of the season, you know, we have a meeting in our, our radio production, and we go around the room and kind of predict what's going to happen. And I thought, I thought the team would go nine and one uh, into UCLA and Notre Dame. Uh, I believed that they were going to lose to UCLA based on what the Bruins had coming back and the the mishmash of a team that we had at the start of the season. So I didn't think we'd be in this game, but ten and two, nine and three, eleven and one were were possibilities to me. Uh, hey, Pete, I think, and this is a little prisoner of the moment of me probably, but I think Caleb Williams is the best USC quarterback I've ever seen. 
You've seen them all. Matt Leinart was better in terms of accomplishment. He has a better resume, and, he, you know, he's playing for national titles every year. But the, the combination of Caleb's running ability, his decision-making, and the way he throws the ball, I think he's the best quarterback I've ever seen as a Trojan. Is that hyperbole no on qu- my part? No, not at all. Best dual threat for sure. Uh, Rodney Pete comes to mind, but, but this guy is different. And remember, he's only a sophomore. He's two years out of high school. Um, he throws the ball very well. He makes great decisions, although he didn't at the start of this season. He learned as he went along a little bit more than he knew already. Uh, and his ability, his escapability is just ridiculous. So, yeah, okay, Leinert wins two, high, two uh, uh, national championships and a Heisman Trophy. Uh, so you, you got to make him, yeah, on, on resume, he's the best. But uh, this is the best guy on the field I've ever seen. Hey, Pete, how well has USC traveled to this game? Are you, You're in Vegas. Obviously, you can feel the scene there. Yeah, I, 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 we were only in one hotel, and we take the bus. They sold all their seats. Uh, I talked to the ticket guy yesterday. He's a good friend of mine. He said they were down to 100, and then this morning they were gone. This is supposedly a sellout. I talked to Bill Riley, the uh, Utah play-by-play guy, and he said last year uh, this game, uh, Utah and Oregon, was about a 90% full. And, you know, when we went up to Santa Clara and played Stanford, even though it's in Stanford's backyard, it was only, gee, 50 60%. So uh, if they fill it up tonight, it's going to be wild here in, in, in Las Vegas. You know, there's a lot of conversation about, you know, best conference in the country, the Big Ten, obviously, the uh, the SEC. The The underreported thing is that the Pac-12 actually has five teams in the top 25 right now. Do you think the, uh, the people are sleeping on the Pac-12? And seven good bowl teams. I wouldn't want to play any of these teams in a bowl game. Uh, the, the bottom three uh, didn't do very well this year, let's be honest, Cal and Colorado and, and Arizona State. There's a few teams that, that didn't play well. But this is a good conference, uh, top to mostly bottom, but not all the way through. It's a, it's, it, it's a better conference than people think this year. There have been some years in the past couple of years where it hasn't been the case. Pete, I looked at the, uh, went back and looked at some of the highlights from the first game, and USC's offense was fantastic when they, the game they lost in Utah. Of course, the defense was the opposite. What adjustments do you think SC makes defensively tonight to try and keep Utah's score down? Well, they kind of figured it out after the Utah game. That was a coming-to-God moment, you know, and then they had a week off to think about it, too, after that. Uh, both these teams are better than they were when they played in Salt Lake City. The Trojans continually are getting better and way better than they were on defense. They're making stops at key times. The turnover number at plus 22 is ridiculous. If you keep that going, you're, you obviously you're going you're gonna to do really well in any game. Um, I think both these teams are better. And you've got a lot of guys playing ball now, uh, like Austin Jones, uh, that, that weren't playing a lot when they met Utah the first time around. Utah's got the same thing. They've got a bunch of guys, uh, their backup running back, Jackson, uh, he, he didn't play much until after that game either. So the coaches have coached him up. The players have responded well. Uh, and both teams are playing their best football of the year. I say that with Utah coming off a loss to Oregon. Hey, Pete, you've gotten to know Lincoln Riley a little bit this year. What I don't feel like I have as much because he hasn't done as much. Of the, we used to do the radio show. We'd interview him and all that. Like, what What is his persona like when he walks around campus and just in, in your meetings with him? Yeah, I'm just not there very much. So sorry to sorry to say they, they yeah. kicked us out of practice other than stretching, and we can go in and uh-huh. afterwards and do the interviews, but I can watch those on YouTube. So I really don't have much of a relationship with him other than what I see on interviews, and I get to ask him questions at the end of the postgame show. He seems to be very smart about football. He seems to be a really nice guy who knows what he's doing, and he answers your questions. 
without evading them. He may not like your questions that you ask, but he answers all of them, and, and he seems to smile when he does so. He's, he's got a good sense of humor and a good feel for what's going on, uh, media-wise, fan-wise, and player-wise. He's, you know, he's 40, which to me is a young guy. Um, I like him a lot, and I don't like him just because, just because they're winning football games. I, I think he's the, a good fit. Uh, Pete Arbogast is with us, voice of the Trojans, Mason in Ireland, 710 ESPN. Momo's here, John's here. The thing I like about Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams, for that matter, and this team all together, is that they've got swagger. Like, this team has got some swagger. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, they didn't. They didn't until after Utah, after the loss. Uh, they maybe pretended to a little bit, but after that, they got to play Arizona and Cal, and they were tough games, uh, and they had to outscore the other guy. Then Colorado, that really doesn't, care, doesn't count. But going into UCLA, I felt what you just said was true, that they felt like they had found themselves, uh, they were going to get healthy again, and, and be the best that they could be. And I think they did that against both UCLA and Notre Dame, and, and they're ready to do that here tonight. Pete, when you think when you think about the the playoff, if they're fortunate enough to win tonight, <laughs> do they match up better with with one team than any other? If it turns out to be Georgia, Michigan, TCU, SC, is there is there a team you'd like to see them play? Well, I'd rather play Michigan. It's a traditional Big Ten, Pac-12 rivalry. Yeah. It would be closer to home. Uh, we have a thing for Harbaugh stuck in our craw a little bit after the What's Your Deal game uh, with Pete a few years right, ago. Right, uh, and, and knowing what Georgia did to Oregon, uh, it may be best if we avoid them, but I don't know that we can <laughs> unless, unless Kansas State comes out with a, a great win against TCU tomorrow. Do you think it's possible that we have an, uh, that the Trojans have an impressive win? TCU maybe doesn't win as impressively, and USD still has a shot at third in the college football playoff ranking. Not, a, not would, if they don't. Not if they don't lose. You no, don't think so? I think it stays. If all four teams win, I think they stay just where they are. Okay. Uh, but right. but if one of them were to spit the bit, remember Michigan damn near lost to Illinois, and TCU should have lost to Baylor. So yep. it's not it's not a fait accompli. Although you're not playing at the other guy's place. So that probably helps the, the teams that are higher ranked. Kansas State has the best chance of those, obviously, because Purdue's a, like a 16-point dog. But exactly. Kansas State led that game like Oregon led Oregon State last week and, and, and just spit it out completely at the end of the game. Uh, last thing for you, how do you think this game plays out tonight? Same as all of them. Same as all of them. A bunch of points for us and a bunch of points for them. <laughs> and, 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 and probably a win. Uh, because SC's defense is good enough to get a key stop now and then, and if the turnover numbers are even or better for USC, they'll probably have enough stops to win the game. I'm thinking 35-30, something around there. Okay. Hey, listen, Pete, thank you very much for doing this. i let you know that uh, Pete calls the games over on 790 KBC, so if you want to hear the call of the game, it's over there. Uh, we appreciate you taking a minute to come on uh, our show today. We will be watching tonight, man. Thanks, guys. Love your show. Listen, I've listened forever, as you know, and it's been far too long. I'll talk to you soon. Awesome. Thanks. There's Pete Arbogast, voice of the Trojans. Uh, and, yeah, I feel, like, I feel like this is a game they can win. One of the little nuggets uh, that has come out in the last couple of days is that Cam Rising, uh, the Utah quarterback, isn't as healthy as oh. he was the last time those two teams met. Remember, they won yeah. on a two-point conversion from Cam Rising. Uh, he may be a little bit dinged up and may not be able to do what he did in the first game. That's a little bit 
of uh, of hope on the part of the Trojans. Because I'll tell you, Utah is a really good team, really good team. So it's going to be a battle. Well, they still have that tight end who had like a million catches last game. Yeah, yeah. So Ireland, uh, before we uh, turn <laughs> things over to uh, basketball, so uh, tonight it's Anthony Davis, it's Giannis Antetokounmpo. What does that matchup look like? Well, last year, Giannis played better in the two games against the Lakers than any one individual player I've ever seen wow. in the whole time it worked for him. In the first game, he had 47 points on 17 of 20 shooting. Woo. And in the second game, he had 44 points on 18 of 23 shooting. Gosh. So he scored 91 points in two games, and he shot 82%. 82%. Yeah, that's it's the best I've ever seen anybody do against the Lakers. So they've got to find a way to slow him down. If they do, if they do, they've got a chance. But if he plays like that, good night. Um, yeah, it's uh, it'll be interesting. So now tonight, of course, you got to switch back and forth between the two games, and uh, hopefully the. Yeah, I'm curious from you, John. Stephen A. is doing one of his uh, primary or secondary channel games tonight for ESPN. Right. He's got a he's got a bunch of guys. I think Travis Kelsey and Shaq. And are you are you into these secondary channel games, the second window experience? I'm like not the Manning cast? just just because I never have. Well, I, the Manning cast is the only one I watch. If those guys are on, I'll watch the Monday night Manning cast. But you know, for for most other games, I'm either working or I can't hear them. I I, I think they're they're starting to get tired. Yeah, me too. Because so many people are doing them. Um, but you know, so obviously I'm going to be working this game, so I can't hear it. But. Um, is that is he doing it in conjunction with anything or no? He's doing it on ESPN two for is this it, game for the for the Lakers Bucks game for the Lakers Bucks game. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so I he's mean, doing well, that tonight. Yeah, you got a lot of options if you're a fan. You got a USC game. You got Lakers. You I got don't my, know. I'm just a, a traditional. I don't like the second screen. Well, I actually don't either. I'm I'm over the second screen. I entirely. never liked it. I want to just watch the game and nothing else. You watch it, obviously, but I, I if I'm you done watch, with the Manning cast too. If you watch the game, are you going to watch it on ESPN or on Spectrum? I uh, tend to I watch, watch it on Spectrum. Me too. Why? I, I just, like Billy yeah. Mack and Stu. Yeah, me too. Because um, Sedano is – it's really a choice between Sedano and Trudell. Sedano oh, really? is Sedano's doing sidelines for the ESPN game, and Trudell is doing sidelines for the Spectrum game. For ESPN. No. I always Trudell's, watch the Spectrum game Spectrum. because I like the well, I like the I like the broadcast crew, but I also like the locker room interviews, and I like all the pre and post game stuff too. Yeah, I mean, I'm a Lakers fan. I want the home team broadcast. I watch Billy Mack and Stu, and I yeah, love it, the the pre game and the post game is post game awesome. essential. I love worthy on the post game, yeah. you got to watch that. Yeah, well, tonight you got to flip around too. I mean, Mace, you're probably going to be glued to the SC game, yeah. but yeah, uh, yeah. that's it. Y'all got to support Trudell, man. You got to support Trudell. Yeah. He's been around hey, long. Michael? He's got seniority. <laughs> Sedano's a uh, he's a gate crasher, he's a squatter. Oh, did you guys bump into Sedano there? Yeah, yeah, we yes, saw he's, him he's, he's sporting a very festive red turtleneck. Nice. Oh, yeah, that's excellent. Right, well, that's, gonna, that's gonna Looks wrap like it up. We're gonna wrap up the show here, guys. I know we got a lot of people on the air. Uh, we are back tomorrow at one o'clock. Me and Momo, you can hear Not tomorrow. Lakers. I'm sorry, uh, Monday <laughs> with Momo. You can hear Lakers versus Bucks right here on 710 ESPN pregame in moments. And of course, the USC game is on tonight. Fight on, Rams on Sunday. Big weekend. We got it all for you Monday at one. 710 ESPN.